0: Personally, I feel like a lot of people is just, like a better terms, fold. Um, they'll just lay down and come to practice, not ready to practice. And I I know I'm a rookie, but I don't want my teammates to do that. I'm gonna make sure they're ready to practice. And we bring that intensity every day. This is a cock Dodgers podcast. What happens in Vegas? With time? What Going happens in Vegas? First down, touchdown, it, Super Bowl. Vegas heat since Into city streets, Red is too cold. Carter Waller, it can't be stopped. Josh Jacobs. Jacobs with the rock, O line hit the ball. blocks. Two Offense zone. off the chain, defense is two. ready. Oh, Raider nation will go just when bait. What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? What happens in Vegas? Welcome, welcome, welcome! I am your host Neil Maligno, and you are tuned into the podcast that covers nothing but Raider football. Raider Nation, Raider Nation, Raider Nation. We are in trouble. We are six and seven, last in the AFC West. It is not pretty. It is not pretty at all, Raider fans. We are all too familiar with this feeling. All too familiar. With this place on the stand-ins, we are behind the Broncos, a team who I have you know, said all year long that I don't think is better than the Raiders, yet here we are, behind the Chargers, Chiefs, understandable, not the way it felt like it was going to play out, but it's where we're at right now, and I'm not going to do anything really in this episode but cover the game, because I have episodes that I want to do dedicated to other topics, specifically following this game as I've seen, you know, Raider Nation talking loudly, social, podcasts, everywhere, and even the non-Raider fans that are, you know, just out there speaking their opinions, and so I kind of want to dedicate some episodes to some certain players, some certain topics uh, that are revolving around the team right now, and I don't want to do it all on this episode necessarily, Um, so I might, you know, chime in on some of those things here and, and mention them, but we'll have episodes following this that'll be more in depth on some of those topics because some of them are kind of really bothering me some of them really need to be spoken more about um and so we'll dive into those a little more in depth on those episodes but today i just want to do the recap kind of uh, of the game some of you may be thinking there's really not much to recap neil (laughs) we lost nine to 48 let me repeat that for those in the back who didn't hear nine to 48 that's not a misquote. I'm not reading a misprint. I didn't watch and there was no error on TV. The Raiders lost nine to 48. Derek Carr did for 263 a touchdown an interception. Josh Jacobs 24 yards fumbled the ball in the first play for a touchdown. He did have five catches for 46 yards, which if he was also running the ball well, would actually look good, would actually be productive, would actually be, you know, positive. But because nothing else happened in the running game, I really don't care. Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, both 25 yards or less. No one had more than them except Hunter Renfro, who went for 13 receptions, 117 yards, and a touchdown. Hunter Renfro is a wide receiver one at this point. And I'm talking about for an NFL football team. I'm talking about in fantasy football. I'm talking about wherever you want to talk about it. Hunter Renfro, when you give this man the targets that he deserves, is a baller. Certified baller. And I don't know how else to describe what is happening to this football team. The rushing game can't do anything. No receiver besides Hunter Renfro can do anything. Darren Waller's out. So clearly he can't do anything. And sure when Waller comes back, maybe Renfro's production drops a little bit, these targets, but it doesn't matter. He should still have a hundred yards a game, you know, up in that in that, you know, in that in that in that in that area. He should have a touchdown, many games. Like Darren Waller's not going to change that. A lot of people love to get cute. Like, oh, Darren Waller's not playing. That's why Hunter Renfro is not doing, you know, is doing well. Not really. (laughs) Not really. I hate to break it to you. That's what you think. But that's definitely not what's taking place here. Um, So, yeah. I mean, other than Hunter Renfro, nobody on this team is doing anything. Anything productive at all. And, of course, after the game, you hear all the Derek Carr talk. All the Derek Carr talk. How Derek Carr is why this team is losing. Derek Carr has to go. Why don't you start Marcus Mariota? And, and, and that's one of the topics I want to dedicate more of an episode to. But I'll just say this. If you watch the game. Yes, Derek Carr had moments, right, that were not positive. But if you believe another quarterback would have done better under this circumstances with this coaching staff, with this play calling, with this horrible offensive line, if you really think that Derek Carr is a problem, you're wrong. He could be one of your problems if you really feel like throwing him in there somewhere, but he ain't your, you know, numero uno. He ain't the guy you're supposed to focus on right now. He's not the problem for the Raiders. I, I really hate to break it to Raider haters. uh, Not Raider haters, car haters. Um, I know, you know, that's a for a lot of people, that's the focus, man. They love to bash Derek Carr. And it gets easy when the team is losing for you to do that. Right? Like, it's... I get it. But it's really not it's misplaced because even if you want to move on from Derek Carr, even if you want to, you know, try something different at quarterback, I assure you that, you know, you're not going to replace Derek Carr, leave everything else as is, and this team's a winning team. It's just not going to happen. Again, it deserves an episode. It deserves its own episode. That That's how much this Derek Carr talk is getting, you know, insane. Defense, obviously, give up 40, 48 points, right? So can only you know, applaud efforts there so much. Diablo, rookie, solid day. Solid day. Hobbs, not bad. Malcolm, again, second game, another sack. Those are rookies making impacts. Trayvon, doing his thing out there. Rookies are flying around making some plays. But there's also a lot of bad that happened out there. A lot of bad, like really bad. I know a lot of people also, when we talk about those players on defense, they're rookies that played well. A lot of people want to give credit to um, Mike Mayock. He also drafted Alex Leatherwood and a bunch of other guys. And one of the biggest problems for the Raiders is they just cannot seem to get out of the park level success out of early draft picks it's insane how bad they are there it's insane not to mention that henry ruggs would have been okay if if what happened didn't happen that he he was right in that ship so i'm not gonna you know hang that on the raiders because i think that he would have come around he was coming around uh, when it all happened this team was a different offense when he was here he was productive but this team this game was just bad and you know you hear all this stuff about the Raiders offense. They, I mean, the Raiders team before the game was out there like stomping on the logo, the Chiefs logo, and doing all this stuff. And I mean, yeah, it, to me, it was just lame. It's just kind of corny to do that stuff in general. Of course, it didn't affect the outcome of the game, though. Um, actually, some people said that the, the the Chiefs players didn't even know it, it happened um, until after the game. A lot of them didn't even know. So, um, if you know, you're one of those people who are blaming antics like that. That's that's not the case, but. Um, which is kind of it's whack, especially if you're, you know, going to get smoked in the game. Doesn't help your your cause. So overall, there is not really much positive to take away from this game. Hunter Renfro is basically your sole positive, um, you, know, sti- you know, production level statistic that continues to strive throughout wins and losses. Like I said some rookies stepped up, you know, some of these guys look good on defense, making some plays. Not to mention there was a sack by Farrell uh and a sack by Ngakwe. Like I said Malcolm had a sack. So there's some sacks out there, there's some pressure, you know? Um but it's just they 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 can't number one the defense just can cannot go into games and expect to hold off offenses, especially high powered offenses all game and the Raiders' offense do nothing. They, it just it doesn't work that way, right? Like defenses just don't dominate for four quarters or do really well for four quarters when the offense does nothing. That's not how it works. The offense has to move. The offense has to have some some level of production that's positive. It just has to. And so, you know, when, when you look at all the com- you know, all the comments and the and the feedback and everything coming out of, um, you know this game, it was, you know, very bad. It was it was very very bad, um, and you know there's gonna be play- I-, I seen Carr had said that. Um, You know, it's a it's a it's a week to week league. That's for sure, because one day they love you and the next they hate you. If anyone knows that, I know that. But letting our team know that to keep that mindset, look, it doesn't matter if we win by a whole bunch of points or if we lose by a whole bunch of points, you win by a close game or lose by a close game. You always move on to the next game. I know it's hard for people to comprehend, but that's what we have to do. That's why we're in the position that we're in, because we have to compartmentalize a win or a loss flush it, and move on to the next thing. I think for us to know that, that we're still right there. We have four AFC teams that we play, two in the division. It's not going to be easy, but you're telling me that we have a chance. The way that we've come back to work is we do have a chance, and that's a fact. But we have to win football games. That's all that matters. Listen, you can call it a chance all you want. You put yourself at 6-7, and last place in the AFC West. We've been talking all year how how muddy the AFC West was and how close everything was, but now it just everything feels so far apart for the Raiders. Every all hope seems so far away. It just it looks so bleak now. They started the season 5 and 2. They're 6 and 7. I try to make sense of that. Cleveland's next, then Denver, then the Colts, then the Chargers. If, you know, you're if, if you believe with high regard that there's a playoff opportunity here for the Raiders, you're better than me. Because it's not even a conversation that I'm having at this point in my mind with myself. I'm not sitting back like, oh, man, I'm really, you know, pulling out hope for the Raiders, you know, to get into the playoffs. It's just not something I'm really high on right now. It's not something that I'm really high on right now. Darren Waller still out of practice; he's not playing. It's bad enough we've lost some other offensive players. We've lost, you know, some other you know coaching and all this kind of stuff. Like, what else? You know, <laughs> how, how many more losses can this team take? Um, so yeah, I mean, th- th- this team is in a bad spot, um, and it's it's you know a really embarrassing loss. And maybe, you know, I've seen some good responses coming out of, uh, you know, coming out of this game. Like if you if you, I actually, you know, you heard the clip in the beginning of the show uh, from Diablo. Like, I, I like that. We need more players like that. Because what he is saying is true. It's true. And I don't know where the Raiders are going to go from here. And like I said, obviously, we have plenty of time to talk about that. Plenty of time. Whether you know heads are gonna roll like crazy at the end of the year, coaching staff, players, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just know it can't be looking good right now for this organization. Everyone who's working in that front office right now can't be feeling good. A really bad overall game. Um, I'm gonna wrap this episode up because I, I really wanted to just get this negative uh, game behind us in, in in the podcast episodes here because. I share the same sentiment that all of you share. It was an embarrassing loss. It shouldn't happen. This team started off way too hot to be where we're at right now. Um, a lot of things have gone wrong, but we have to overcome those things. And so it's unacceptable. And we we can talk more, and I will talk more. We'll have future episodes here about Derek Carr and what everybody's talking about him, about Rich Basaccia and the head coach of this organization. About the players on this team, the ones that need to be kept, the ones that need to go, we have a ton to cover. So I appreciate you guys for always strapping in and, uh, you know, being being subscribed, leaving the reviews, chopping it up with me on a weekly basis, staying on Twitter at ClockDodgers and, and chopping up with the, during the games and, and after the games and, you know, just sharing our thoughts, our feedback, our opinions on the Raiders and the current state of the Raiders. Um, But things obviously have to change. We've talked, we've all talked about it, right? And it's on the message boards and it's on the different podcasts and it's in the different websites. It's everywhere. It's all over everywhere, all over social media, everything we know what's up. And so I wanted to, you know, use this episode as a way to get past the chiefs game, but because obviously it was super unfortunate and embarrassing and we need to just move on from it. Just like the team was talking about. (laughs) I don't want to, you know, sit on this game, too much. Because I can sit here and talk about, you know, Patrick Mahomes, 258 for two touchdowns, efficient game. We could talk about how they scored three Russian touchdowns on us. Two by Clyde Edwards Hilaire, one by Derek Gore. We could talk about, you know, a bunch of different things. I'm going to keep it here though. We'll just we're going to relax. We're going to we're going to leave it here. Next episode, we'll cover another topic that I want to discuss more in depth. Uh, that again, I could have done it here, but I just want to separate that loss and give a dedicated episode to Derek Carr and, and these things. Okay. So that's it for today's episode. I appreciate you guys for locking in as always. Remember, leave a review. If you haven't left one already, hit subscribe. These episodes also go up on YouTube, just the audio. Most of the time, uh, we're, we're, we're moving over to video, uh, full time, but it's not there all the way yet. Uh, it's just a lot of work. You guys know that you guys know video adds an extra layer to the audio. So it's, it's definitely more work, um, but we're getting there and your support is what's key and instrumental in us doing that. We need you to subscribe. We need you to share with your friends. We need you to leave reviews. Those are the things that help us, you know, push these things to the next level. So you are a major, major factor. I love you guys. I appreciate it. Raider nation. We gonna get this thing, right? It's all a matter of time. I know we've been saying that for a long time, but we felt like we were on to something here. I know you felt it. I know I felt it. I know all of Raider Nation felt it. And I I don't think that we can just let that all slip away. We have to, uh, you know, take advantage of that. So we'll go from there. Next episode, we will talk about Derek Carr and and the state of the Raiders with him, without him. Should they move on? Should they keep him? What should should happen here with Derek Carr? We'll talk about that next episode. All right, guys. I'm out.